What is going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the Fit, Healthy, and Most of All Happy podcast. I'm your coach and host, Josh, here with his co-host and co-coach, KG, and I'm in the house. And we're jumping at you with a great episode today. You know, all the time I get messages, you know, what do I really need to be focusing on? I hear carbs, you know, have more, have less. I hear fats, the best thing in the world, keto, or I need to cut it out. I hear protein's incredible, and then I hear protein will destroy your kidneys. So, like, I definitely understand people are like, what the heck do I believe? What is really important? And then on top of that, it's like, you know, what is the actual pyramid of nutritional priority, right? Like, what is your number one focus at the end of the day? Should it be your calories? Should it be your protein intake? We're going to jump into all these and so much more uh, right away. So let's get into it. Um, do you have anything you want to add before we jump in? No, I'm just super pumped, man. I know this is going to be a banger of an episode. Someone asked us the other day, they're like, and I'm just like, we couldn't refer back to an episode. So I literally want this to be just like a full on, hey, here's the most important stuff. We have a diagram in front of us. Uh, maybe we'll share it to the story as well. But um, for the most part, it's just, you know, just think of it as a pyramid, right? Like, at the bottom is the most important thing and it's going to go up to the top with the least and most important thing as we list out the top five or top six things within this episode. All right. What's numero uno? Number one is just going to be energy balance. And some people are like, what the heck is that? But, you know, we always talk about calorie deficits, calorie surpluses, like how much you take in and how much you take out. So that's simply put going to be your calorie intake, right? There's going to be some people who argue that here and there like, oh, doesn't really matter. But at the end of the day, we know for a fact, and there's like hundreds of studies out there that says, you know, in order to lose fat, you have to be in a calorie deficit. There's small nuances here and there, but for the most part, try not to overcomplicate it, right? Um, so energy balance is always going to be number one. Like it is physically impossible if you are um, consuming a surplus of calories and you're trying to lose overall weight um, within the long run that you're actually going, going to do that, right? We talk about body recomps and, you know, there's little finicky things that you can do. But once again, trying not to overcomplicate is a super important thing. So this is going to be the most important factor. If I were to give you one thing to keep in, uh, keep track of, if you're looking to gain some muscle, um, lose some fat, whatever it is, it's going to be the energy balance. How much are you taking in and how much are you, um, how much energy are you kind of letting out, right? Um, so that's pretty much it. Uh, that's going to be always number one. That's the most important thing. And if I ended this here, that would be a very important tip for you, but we're obviously going to keep adding some great tips to help all of you out. Yeah. And this is one you might consciously or subconsciously do. You know, if you're a very active person, you're going to be taking in more. If you're very sedentary, you're going to be taking in less. You know, when a client reaches out, that's why I don't just look at their stats and assign macros. You know, I like to look at them. I like to look at their stats and I like to ask, what do you do for a living? You know, how active are you? Like, what are you averaging on steps? Like you can learn a lot about what someone needs based on the output they do have. And we're all in different positions. And maybe you're a lawyer who works 14 hour days and you heartily move and you do your hour workout and that's it. That's totally fine but maybe we need to counteract that by consuming less total calories. So I thought that was a really great thing to bring into mind because, you know, that really is everything. The energy balance will dictate whether your weight goes up or whether it goes down. So that's definitely the number one focus. And then the next focus, in my opinion, is going to be your macronutrients and or your total caloric intake. So I guess even like a 1.5, I would say next up comes, you know, your actual caloric consumption. And this does add in between energy balance and macronutrients. And the 
reason I say this is, you know, once again, it's very important to be on top of consuming the right amount of macronutrients, right? Like having the correct amount of carbs, fats, and protein for you. But most importantly is that total consumption. So usually clients will say, hey, at the end of the day, what should I hit, my protein or my calories? And my answer to that always is you shouldn't be in a position where you need to do one or the other. You need to plan, kind of work it in earlier in the day, and you can succeed in doing both. However, the calorie goal usually is my number one target for someone. And the reason for that is we can really control relative to that energy balance. And that's why it's like kind of a 1.1, kind of an extension of one, because it is really important, especially, you know, when you are looking to do a dedicated cut or bulk that you do regulate that and you find a consistent point to kind of manipulate to, you know, dictate whether your weight does increase or decrease. So that is definitely something, you know, worth keeping on your mind and definitely being aware of. And then jumping into macronutrients, you know, kind of the pyramid of what I believe is the most important here is definitely going to be protein is number one, um, you know time and time again i find people are not consuming enough protein in their diet previously you know the recommendations for protein and diet were extraordinarily low and even like looking back to early 2000s it was all you know carb centered you know fat was demonized and now that's starting to be starting to pivot then there was the carbs being demonized but once in you know time and time again protein was kind of left out but we're finally in that protein era where people are realizing that that is a powerful nutrient that is going to supply you with a ton of energy it's going to supply you with a ton of food satisfaction and or satiety it's gonna you know help with lean muscle development and lean muscle re- uh, retention in a deficit so there's just so many benefits to be had there with protein it really is like a super nutrient so very often with new clients I'll start them out with a protein intake and a calorie intake just to get started and then a lot of the time people will say oh I need to do better with my carbs and my fats and you know I'm a big believer that carb and fat intake could be pretty relatively um, you know interchangeable for the individual um, unless you have a very specified goal or you're being way too extreme with within one nutrient. I think the most common split of macronutrients that you'll see people in the fitness space have is 30% of their total caloric um, consumption being protein, 40% carb and 30% fat. Now that will highly, highly differ from person to person and you know, your weight, how much protein you're consuming. And that's why we don't like one, you know, be all end all answer. We really like to elaborate and give you more of the background as to why these things are important. But case in point, you know, eventually work your way to building your protein up to about your body weight. Um, if you can, if you're very serious and you're lifting a lot, um, you know, you can have protein on days even you're not lifting it's just a great nutrient to consume in general and carbs and fats can be fairly interchangeable the one thing i do like to advise and once again i don't want to get too deep into this because this would probably be an hour and a half episode but i do like to advise playing with it you know go high carb for a week go low carb for a week go high fat for a week go low car- balance them out and like just say which week did you feel the best what is the best for your diet do you really like consuming carb dense foods you really like consuming fat-based foods you know really know what you like to enjoy more and then obviously be reasonable with it and really just make sure you're not over consuming one particular macronutrient because they all do have their purposes you know like i said i already listed proteins carbs do a lot of great things for energy for supplying insulin for supplying glycogen fats do a lot of things you know for hormonal um, balance they do a lot you know it's a higher dense calorie um, and there can be perks to that and there can also be negatives to that right fats are going to be nine calories per gram protein carbs are going to be four Um, and you know it's definitely just kind of learning where does this have a place in my diet am i getting the right sources you know if i'm going out and eating popeye's chicken for my fat uh, consumption of the day that's trans fats we want to avoid that that's not going to be good 
Whereas if Kyle's getting burritos and he's getting, you know, like some beef and he's getting some guac, you know, he can take advantage of that. And because he's running, maybe he wants more calories in his diet. So he says, I'm going to utilize some of those fats to drive that up in my diet and he'll get that guac. He'll switch for that, um, you know, that beef instead of chicken. You know, those are some great little tips too that we have advised for people who are looking to put on weight. But um, that's kind of my, my brief answer on, you know, the macronutrient portion. So number one, obviously energy balance also and or, you know, or consumption. Number two, macronutrients, understanding their purpose for you. And uh, I think Kyle will add something maybe and then jump into the next one. Man, that was so well said. It's like very rare that you end something and I'm just like, man, I have nothing to say, but um, I'm going to try to think of something, you know, and, and just like one other one other thing, because um, Josh had already mentioned it, but like, I'm such a fan of just, hey, what works best for you? And like, sometimes people are like, hey, I really want just these set numbers. And I'm like, okay, you know, like even carbs, you may find based off of just what your lifestyle is like, you know, how, you know, just the way that your body reacts, that you may be someone who has a little bit higher carbs. Like Josh and myself have gone through so many different phases in fitness where, you know, we'd be higher carbs, lower fat. And then, you know, we've tried different things, higher fat, lower carbs. And it's a matter of just preference and what works best for you. But these are both very important macronutrients. And I can't stress how important it is because sometimes people are like, okay, if I just have protein and then, you know, uh, and then that's pretty much it, you know, and they forget about carbs and fat because there's so many different things that are like said about it, you know, fat, um, people are just like, oh, you know, you'll get fat if you have it. And I find a lot of women who I start with, I have to really set a um, goal for, fat intake, right? Because they have that like preconceived thought of like, oh man, you know, fat's so bad for you. I shouldn't have it. And then same with carbs. They have that thought as well. It's like, okay, if I, if I go in keto and have 40 grams, you know, then everything's going to be okay. So we have to set those goals as well. So really making sure you have a good distribution. You're hitting protein. Exactly what Josh said. Um, that was so well said. So hopefully you guys took some great notes there. Um, number three is just going to be simply uh, making sure that you're hitting your micronutrients. And typically speaking, you know, sometimes people will um, instantly look on online and figure out, okay, um, what supplements can I can I get for micronutrients? You know, what um, types of things can I get to increase vitamin C? All this other stuff. But you know, my biggest rule of thumb is just keeping it simple with healthy whole foods. You know, we follow flexible dieting, 80 to 90 percent healthy whole foods. If you're someone who's getting multiple servings of veggies, you're getting your protein in, you're eating actual quality foods, and like an easy way to distinguish this is like, you know, if, if there's like millions of different ingredients or if it's like something that just doesn't leave you feeling good, or if it's, you know, just something that, um, you can't even pronounce the ingredients and whatnot, like, you know, you can include it here and there, but typically speaking, that's just going to be something that's filled up with a bunch of different things that, and it's not generally speaking, a whole food is not coming from natural sources and all that good stuff. So, you know, you really want to make sure you're not just eating nonsense. Like in order to reach your goals, it has been proven you can have Big Macs, you can do all that stuff. You know, energy balance is always number one. Macronutrients are number two, but like what what's the point of just filling yourself up with nonsense and gummy bears and all this, you know, like quick carbs and all that stuff. If you're not paying attention to the micronutrients, to how your body's actually functioning, making sure you're getting your vitamin B5, your vitamin B1, you know, your B9, like there's just so many different things. Like we could list literally all the vitamins and, 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 um, and nutrients and everything like that, micronutrients, but really making sure like blueberries, blueberries are a great source. You get literally five to 10 different um, benefits from that alone. So making sure fill your diet up with healthy whole foods and uh, that's going to be a game changer even in how you feel and how you perform as well and this could even be a great time to mention kind of like the biggest micronutrient we track for our clients which is fiber yeah absolutely and fiber is huge and that kind of like also stems off of 
you know, um, a type of carbohydrate that can be bro broken down into our GI tract. And, you know, it doesn't necessarily give us energy, but it helps us get rid of waste and keeps our um, intestinal tract really healthy. And fiber is something that a lot of people really um, neglect. And that's another thing that I usually have to set a minimum. Okay, here, let's start with 10 plus grams of fiber. Okay, let's work into 15 plus. And if you're someone who doesn't have crazy amount of veggies, like you shouldn't be someone who depends on fiber just through like whole wheat bread and whole wheat pasta. I think that's where a lot of people go wrong as well, kind of like a bit of a myth, but you know, just simply through veggies and even fruits are a great source. And you know, if anyone out there on a side note says you shouldn't be having fruit, um, really there's a red flag. Try to avoid listening to their content. If there's any coaches out there, um, I've heard that from so many people like, Hey, uh, my coach or my weight watcher stuff says no fruit at all. Or actually no weight watcher says fruits free. And that's one thing to also keep in mind is like fruit does add up calorically, right? Like bananas, strawberries, like all that stuff, they can add up. And I don't believe it's something that shouldn't be tracked, um, but it's also something that can be super beneficial and healthy within moderation. So just kind of keep a side note of that. Making sure you're getting your fiber up is something that we always um, recommend for all of our clients. Yeah. And then next up here uh, for me is kind of meal timing. So, you know, this one, and you got to keep in mind, it's a pyramid. So the base is fat, it's dense, you know, there's thousands of bricks. And as we climb higher and higher, you know, in importance, it, it has its role, but it's not that that high um you know and meal timing has shown you know there's some benefit to obviously getting protein post-workout you know that window is way longer than previously thought you know people believe it can be upwards of eight hours now you know based on the newest science whereas before you know people said like if you didn't bring your protein powder to the gym you know you die and you lose all your muscles so it's good to see that's come a long way like even today you know i finished my workout i wasn't crazy hungry yet so i did some stuff you know an hour later and i got my protein bar and that is totally okay so you will see some benefits from that you'll also see benefits from you know, making sure you do have glycogen in your system and enough insulin, you know, from making sure you are getting carbs, perhaps post pre-workout, but that's not always going to be the case. Just the same, you know, you could have your carbs at night. If you work out really early in the morning, maybe you do like to live fasted. That is totally fine. And this is something you really need to play with, with you. And also a lot of it can stem into the psychological of it, right? Like I know I cannot lift very well when I'm really hungry. So I don't let myself lift, um, without eating because I find I just burn so many calories. Like be in mind, it's just an Apple watch, but I do burn like 1200 calories, some workouts. And like, if I don't have any food, you know, and I just don't feel hydrated, I just get very woozy. It doesn't do the best for me. Even today, I had less food than normal. And, you know, I was standing up and get a pretty light head. And I was like, Ooh, so you really got to know yourself in terms of meal timing. Like, I think, uh, you know, the benefit of having like six small meals a day is overstated and it's going to be different for everyone. Keep in mind too. Some people will really exceed with fasting. Some people hate fasting and they'll want 10 little dinky snack foods. Like these are all things you need to play with. Um, but but there are also benefits to being aware of when you eat and when it is best for you to eat to adhere to your calories to you know maybe not have way too much before bed to where you're waking up having to use the bathroom or digestions bugging you you know once again it is a smaller thing but it does have its place on the scale I, I really like what josh just said and i think um this one does play a big role not more so in like hey meal timing is going to make a big difference but like what josh just mentioned i loved because I think meal timing will play a big difference in your energy balance, in your caloric intake. And that's where a lot of people go wrong is they're like, oh, uh, meal timing doesn't matter. And like, yes, there's numerous studies that say it doesn't matter too much. It's more so the total calorie intake, but sometimes meal timing can affect that, right? If you're someone who, um, you know, does fasting and you end up just eating absolute junk food because you're so, so, so hungry. If you're someone that does fasting because you don't have a big enough window. Um, if you're someone who just always skips breakfast and, you know, just there's so many different things. I could give you 20 different examples, but 
I always just recommend being consistent with it. Like I always have my breakfast at the same time, my lunch roughly the same time and dinner. So it's easy to stay on track. Um, I always distribute my protein of, among each meal to make sure it's all nice and spread out. Um, not that it makes a massive, massive difference, but it's nice because then I, I know exactly, okay, I'm getting my 160 grams versus other people who are very reactive and just never know what's going on. Um, that's where I think meal timing plays the biggest difference. So yeah, that was so well said. I'm going to move into the last one. And this is at the very tip of the pyramid, the least important one, um, the one that most people tend to focus on as soon as they start um, their fitness journey and uh, spending a lot of money on versus coaching when they should definitely uh, be getting coaching, of course, as you can tell. But supplements, right? You know, there's different things, many benefits. We talk about creatine, you know, protein is obviously just a macronutrient, but that's something a lot of people can benefit from. Pre-workout, something I enjoy. And then, you know, that's, that's kind of it. But, you know, supplements are at the very end. And I'd say most people don't have the actual fundamentals nailed down. They're not really sure what their energy balance is, what their calorie intake is, their output, um, their macronutrients or they don't really, there's just not a whole lot going on. And I'd say supplements give you like a, you know, it's, it's, a, it's supplemental, right? It's a small benefit. So really pay attention to the basics. And, you know, we could talk also about like sleep and stress and everything like that. Maybe we'll do another episode on like the full pyramid. This one was just nutrition focused. We didn't want to talk about cardio exercise, um, you know, sleep, stress, like there's all that other stuff. Maybe we'll do like a part two for a total pyramid of like the entire fitness journey and just kind of rank it from, you know, most important to uh, least important but that's kind of it um is there anything else you want to add here yeah just make sure to challenge yourself to make sure you have your pyramid in check you know don't be that person who has it flipped upside down and you're so worried about supplementing and your meal timing that you're not focusing on your total calories your workouts you're not focusing on getting enough protein or macronutrients like that is a recipe for not seeing great results and you know me and kyle do a great job of really breaking this down simply you know so that you can see phenomenal results and you can see phenomenal change so um you can go Go ahead and check out our coaching that is the first link in the description down below if you'd like to learn more you can scroll through our website and see the amazing work we do also a quick heads up to everyone listening we are giving away an apple watch um you know starting i think today is that correct Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's starting today. So that's going to be killer. That's a huge giveaway for us. You know, hey, no expense to you, you know, ship to your door. Just go to our Instagram to learn more about that. That's the second link in the description down below at Colossus Fit, C-O-L-O-S-S-U-S-F-I-T. Thank you so much for listening. You know, if you love this and you think, you know, someone that needs to hear it, share it to your story, you know, send us a message, show us some love. We really appreciate it. But that's it for today. We'll see you in the next episode. Peace out. Peace and love always.